Hello, and welcome to the Queer Cooperative Podcast. It's taken us like 45 minutes to get it started. Because we're lazy. <laughs> well, we were supposed to do it last night, and then we started doing it. Uh, we started doing it, well, we started the TikTok Live, which we always try and do a live stream while we're also recording. Um, but uh, what happened? We started, we had a couple lizards out. Uh, Maxine has behaved. Zap was kind of behaved until Maxine went away, and then Zap got, got real weird. Um, but whatchamacallit. And then Brutus escaped from the backyard because I just have a, a very ghetto fence. fence yeah. Uh, well, honestly, he didn't go over under the fence. He just found a way to nudge like in between a board I had blocking off a section I've yet to build. Our fence is pretty ghetto. Our fence is pretty ghetto, I agree. Um, yeah, we are going to do the usual thing. Uh, we're going to answer some stuff from Discord ramble a bit uh if we are i don't know if we run out of stuff to talk about because there's not really a set time limit on the podcast i guess probably half an hour to an hour uh if we run out of stuff to talk about we'll probably just take stuff from the tiktok and see what people are saying well that's a long story mimi i'm fine with talking about it but it's cray uh we have our moderators in the tiktok stream to cover things because i can't podcast and also uh answer stuff from the TikTok very well. We got uh, Slime Guy, as well as uh, Mimi K. Duff. We had Gay in here as well, but Gay had to go because Gay's at work. Um, Whatchamacallit. Uh, Yeah, this is where we're at. Um, I guess we'll just open the Discord and see what people are saying. So, So the first thing that Slime guy would like us to talk about is my birthday. Uh, I turned 27 this last Sunday. Uh, also, that same evening, I officially left active duty uh, to be retired, which is great. Um, I'm weird about birthdays because uh, I've always been like the provider child. Like celebrating a birthday has always been like a money cost to me, and I've always celebrated other people's birthdays, but never my own because it's never made financial sense. Um, yeah, but it was good. Uh, Alexis has been making a big deal of it because they want to educate me on the importance of birthdays. So I've mainly, like, they basically hanukkah it in the sense that I had a, for like 10 days, I had a present open every day until my actual birthday. And then, uh, you know, we kept it low key. We went out to, uh, for my birthday. Well, I guess on the, when my birthday started, we had, a creeper on the property. Some person just parked on my driveway and was walking around my property taking pictures and got it on camera, which is cool. It's up on the TikTok. Um, then we went to a, a local Italian place and I had some fish. Nick had some shrimp. I don't remember what Alexis ate. Oh, Alexis had a the best they could get to a vegan pizza. And then uh, Alex, my longtime college friend, uh, she came out. She came out and she came out looking great as well. Uh, yeah, Alex is a beautiful, beautiful person. Um, but we... Alex had, like, raviolis or some shit. I can't remember. Uh, but it was good. And then me and Nick got sick. And we don't know if it's because of the fish, because I keep making the mistake of trusting uh, inland fish. Oh, that must be a semi-truck. Um, but I keep trusting inland fish, and it keeps resulting in me getting sick. So I need to stop doing that. Uh... Will I? Probably not, because I love fish. Um, 
But yeah, birthday was all right. It was the first good birthday I've ever had because it was basically the first birthday I've had where I was forced into celebrating it and not feeling awkward because I usually have a lot of trauma associated with my birthdays. So, yeah, I'm 27 and out of the military now. I had my first veteran affairs appointment today. It was just a blood draw. And then on the first, a doctor is supposed to call me and that'll be nice. And hopefully they give me the drugs I need because it's been like two or three months since I've seen a primary care provider because if you're away from your home station while you're active duty, you can't go get care unless you go to the ER. So, uh, yeah, that was my birthday. Uh, Nick made the birthday good because having Nick here is rad. Nick is going to be leaving us again for a little bit, sadly, because he's. I'm to get my legal name changed. Yeah, Nick's. It's way easier to do stuff legally in Colorado than it is in because Idaho. Trans people have rights in Colorado, but not here. Nope, Idaho doesn't really like recognizing trans people at all. So, it is way more effective to go. Uh, to what you call it. it's way more effective to go to a state or have residency in the state that does treat you like a human being and then come back. So it's a weird dichotomy we have because I would I would like to think this household is very trans friendly, you know, very queer friendly. It's just the state we're located in isn't. Uh, but I only have the resources to run this place in this state. And even though and even also like it's I think it's best we run it here where there's not resources or for most trans and queer people. So yeah, that was birthday. Do you have anything to add, Nick? Hmm? Anything to add? Did we go to No, that day. Pat came over. Yeah, that way well, yeah, we also had a good friend of mine, great journalist, excellent podcaster, uh, Patrick Farnsworth. He runs the Last Born in the Wilderness podcast. I think he's also written a couple books. Um, I recommend you go check him out if you have the time. Uh, he came over. I haven't seen him in years, but like he came over, we talked. Uh, it was it was a pretty good time. We all just hung out and smoked hookah. Uh, Pat is a man who has traveled more than me and has done definitely more important work than I have because he's been raising awareness for different issues since I've known him. Of just about, uh, he's been to South America a lot. Great guy. Uh, little shell shocked when I met him. Uh, I think it's just because. This year hasn't been easy on anybody, especially not anyone I know in the journalist field. What is that noise? I don't know. I think it's the fan. Hold on. Yeah. Definitely the fan. I don't like that my fan started sounding like an aircraft. Um, uh, but came over, we smoked, and then... Uh, you know, COVID's not easy on anybody, so we sent him off with, uh, yeah, I sent him off with uh, an axe, a rifle, ammunition, uh, what else? I think we sent him off with some uh, just over-the-counter medication in case he needs it, just because times are tough for everybody, uh, and he's worried. His plan was originally to leave the country, but he couldn't do that, so... Uh, you know, because COVID. So his other plan was to be safe because he is a, a leftist and an active leftist in a very conservative area. You know, uh, we sent him off with a gun because we have a surplus of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was the birthday. Um, it, was, it was a good time. Probably the least stressful birthday I've ever had or at least stressful birthday period I've ever had. So 
which is ironic considering all things. So are you just eating straight bread, straight sourdough? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, sourdough. You know what I'm going to do so I can smoke without having to duck and kill my back is I'm going to put a hat over you guys. <laughs> hide uh, any activities I do from TikTok and TikTok Live because I keep getting hit with community guideline violations because Trumpies and Fascies will find my content and report it for anything they can find. Uh, like, what was it? The last thing I got hit with was... Uh, <coughs> yeah, it was a regulated goods uh, violation on uh, just me posting pictures of me in the service, which was funny. Um... But yeah, uh, so I, I put a hat over the live stream so I could smoke hookah. Brutus is just Are laying by the door. Okay, sir? Yeah, I think he's just pouty because I think he wants to go lay in bed with Alexis. Cause like, <laughs> Brutus the dog gets very concerned when he can't keep tabs on everybody, including Maybe. the cats. Yeah, uh, Brutus the dog, if you don't know, is my six to eight month old puppy that we got from a shelter that we Ooh, thought. Great yeah, we thought the shelter was like he's a lab terrier or something or a lab pit bull, and like no, this is definitely some part pit bull, some part Great Dane because he is huge and does not have the features of a Labrador. So um, we're gonna do this again because I I like smoking, but I also like having TikTok. Oh, here you go. Um, and that brings us right into our next topic yeah we just we just segued we did a good segue uh caitlin asked taking care they want us to talk about taking care of high energy pets when dealing with chronic illness and if there is a home that has a very dense concentration of chronic illness or as i call them chronic eye illni uh, <laughs> uh it's this one because if you don't know i'm me and Alexis are both disabled veterans. Uh, I have a destroyed neck and back from a motor vehicle, motor vehicle accident I had on duty, as well as mucho PTSD from other things that happened on duty. Uh, Alexis is in similar positions. Uh, Alexis Ale and I both have hypermobility issues yep. with our joints. It's a good time. Like Alexis uses a cane and a wheelchair sometimes when we're doing anything that involves a lot of walking or moving and stuff. Uh, and so high energy pets, I guess the highest energy pet we have in this house would be Brutus. Um, <laughs> what, before I got the fence up on the property, uh, Brutus, we would have to, to tucker him out. We would have to play with him, like do some serious tug of war with about an 80 pound dog. Mm -hmm. um, and then also I would take about, excuse me, on like an hour long to two hour long walk, depending on where I was. Like if I was just walking around the neighborhood, it'd be like 45 minutes. But like sometimes I would drive into Twin Falls and we would walk to camp. Did someone just yell Trump at our house? Probably. <laughs> yeah, happens all the time. Uh, but like I would go and like we'd walk the canyon or we'd go to parks and I would take them on hour, two hour long walks and like that would leave me down for the day because it would just activate every bad herniated disc in my back as well as my shitty knees and uh, we. Uh, Yeah. Oops. Uh, I didn't cover the whole thing while I was take, taking the drag. So I guess we'll just, you know what? We'll do this. You guys, you guys like the USPS? I think you guys like the USPS. Look at this. Look at this sweet, this sweet USPS Hot Wheel car I got from my local grocery store. 
just observe this while I uh Excuse me. I bet there could be like 10 minutes of just hookah bubbling noises. Probably, but I won't cut it. <laughs> I won't cut it. I refuse. Um, whatchamacallit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brutus is high energy. When we got the fence in, uh, it finally got a lot easier to take care of him because I can just let him outside. He runs, like, we have a lot of property for, a, I guess, one dog. He's got basically half an acre to himself in the backyard. Um, he runs around, there's a, there's a poodle on one side, and there's two pugs on the other, and he just runs around and plays with them, uh, he enjoys rolling around. There's grass in the backyard, finally, from very dedicated watering, so he has a comfortable spot to lay down and play, uh, it's not just dry brush back there. Um, I guess the other high-energy pets would actually be the rats, mainly because they require a lot of social time, but they're not easy like a lizard, you can't just set the lizard on you, and, well, the lizard you can set on yourself, and, like, he... They just chill. They just relax most of the time. Except for... Mm, depends on the lizard. Yeah. Because, like, if we had a snake, we'd have to socialize that snake frequently. Yeah. Like you would have to a rat. But we have bearded dragons, which are known to be, like, super mellow. Like, chill. <laughs> yeah. We can adjust that in post. I hope you know that. <laughs> yeah. But I'd rather not have to if I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't want to. Uh yeah, the rats, I guess the other high energy thing that they require is uh, cleaning. Now we have, we finally have two Critter Nation cages, which are like double-decker cages that are taller than me um, for our 12 rats. Uh, and the nice thing about those is like, we just, you just clean off the t platforms they're on. You can pull the platform out. It's got double doors and we just hose them down. Um, if you stay on top of cleaning the rat cages every day, it doesn't get crazy overwhelming, but like yesterday, me and Nick went through and it required us to just like tag team, pull them out, handle the rats, swipe them down, spray them off kind of thing. Um, then there is the cats. The cats are easy. You just gotta make sure there's water and food and clean cat litter and like we pick them up and baby them from time to time and they're just happy to exist with us. Uh, then lizards, like Zippy is not really like so much um, high energy as he is high maintenance because I have to feed him live every day and he eats a lot. Like he eats so much and I have to obviously change his salad. I have to water him because he doesn't understand how to drink out of a bowl. So I have to spritz him frequently. He needs like soakings every few days. <coughs> so he's probably the most high energy creature that I have to deal with anyway. Uh, it's exhausting. <laughs> Zap just hates being in his vivarium, so he just, like, he has to be with you, like, on your shoulder or in a hoodie or something, or exploring the house, but also he needs to bask, so it doesn't, the math doesn't work on that lizard. He also is really dumb about eating food. Uh, Maxine's probably the easiest pet in the house. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Maxine is... Like, you got her super overweight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... She's getting down to a healthy weight. Um, she doesn't have toes, because she's a rescue. Uh, she had, like, a bunch of stuck shed all over her toes, but she's been, like, rehabilitated, and she's able to, like, walk and climb, and she's adjusted. Yeah. Uh, well, there's also Bug, 
who I forget about. Bug need Bug is the amputee cat who is severely traumatized from his time with my family, and uh, he's only got three legs. He has he lives in the goblin cave. Uh, he has his own litter box, water, and for food he has to be fed soft food every day. Uh, we think there's something going on with him because he's been having a lot of diarrhea, sadly. But um, like he's relatively easy. He just is also a very social cat, so like he needs someone in there being with him. So like he'll he'll hang out in Alexis's lap while Alexis is playing video games and stuff. And yeah, uh, I think the hard part. I think if we, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but like if. Everyone in the house took equal parts working on the pets. I think it'd be pretty easy. But what happens is, like, if one of us gets behind, then we all get behind. And we usually, like, end up having a day where we just do all the pet stuff. Uh, so. Brutus is easy, though. Brutus, thank God, is a great behaved dog who, like, has puppy tendencies. But, dude, this dog loves to sleep. Like, right now, he's not laying on his bed. He's laying on his well, just next, basically, as close to me as he can get hand laying on the floor I think he tucked himself off tuckered himself out playing with uh, the pugs and stuff but uh yeah that's on that's on pets um Brutus I just have to make sure I get him behaved and trained before he gets too much bigger because there's gonna be a point where like I'm gonna be slaying myself having to try and wrangle him so if I can teach him not be wrangled now he'd be good to go um if I knew I was gonna be this fucked up as an adult or just this fucked up period, I don't think I would have gotten as many pets. Uh, the rats were really good for me when we got them, because we got them in Washington, uh, not thinking we'd get any more pets. Um, hello, phone. Uh, I really wasn't thinking we'd be getting any more pets, but then um, you know, we got here, and my family said they'd be taking the cats, and then they didn't, so we got the cats, and then um, I ended up needing a dog I needed to ground myself somehow and a giant dog is really good for grounding and he's really good for the entire household honestly um, like the energy we put into him is definitely given back to us in the form of like just well-being I definitely have had a lot of a lot less mental health issues with the dog being here so uh, and the lizards and the cats are pretty easy so like we've got the resident reptile specialist Nick <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's on pets. I don't know how much more I can go into on that. They're they're all right though. They're worth it. Um, we still want chickens. Like we want more lizards. We're gonna have a zoo. Yeah. Uh, I guess as far as I can go. Uh, other people are talking about stuff that they want to. Oh, I just bumped the mic. Um, so bitten by a fish uh, has a few topics for us. I appreciate that. Uh, D&D campaign stories. So, uh, do you want to go first and I'll talk about mine? Mm-hmm. Or do you have any you want to talk about? Mm, what was the last D&D campaign I did? I was in the seventh grade. And this was more of like, I don't know. It was like a home-baked campaign. It was very sci-fi vibes with like fantasy undertones. But my character in that campaign was like an insect human. She was like a moth girl. And she was just stupid. (laughs) I intentionally played my character stupid. (laughs) Because she had like, I think her intelligence was like three. And she had like moth-like behaviors. And one of the uh, other members, the, the DM's character actually, 
was a fire mage, <laughs> so whenever he'd use his magic in, like, attacks, she'd go after it. She was, like, useful maybe 2% of the time. And it, it, I don't know, it was just a fun time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, my first time playing D&D, it wasn't even D&D, it was Pathfinder. And, uh, which, if you don't know, here, sorry, I'm hogging the hookah. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know Pathfinder, it's like hardcore D&D kind of. I think it's, it's D&D, but like third edition. So magic is like way overpowered in that and stuff. And, uh... This kind of ties in some life stories, but like I ended up playing it because I was homeless and I was living out of my Jeep in a Walmart parking lot. And at the time I was working at a call center and going to college and paying for my, at the time, homeless mother and brothers to stay on a campground. Uh, I was staying in Twin Falls, living in my Jeep in the Walmart parking lot because I just wanted to be closer to everything. And uh, like my grungy ass, like showering at showering and hygiening at the fucking college gym and stuff. Uh, like, I would walk around Walmart before bed, and these two Walmart worker girls were, like, low-key stalking me. Uh, <laughs> like, and then one day, and, like, I looked like a total drifter. Like, I had a satchel. I don't even remember what I was wearing, but I know I looked weird. But uh, one of the girls pops out, and she's wearing a Walmart vest, and she's like, hey, my friend thinks you're really cute. Can I give you her number? And I was like, yeah, sure. And like, um, like the girl was really cute. She looked like a kind of like a really busty Kristen Stewart. Um, Ooh. yeah, she was a cutie pie. She would be problematic later, mainly because, <laughs> uh, when I would like, she lived in the dorms cause her mom was a dorm RA. Like her mom was like a professional, like resident advisor at the dorms. And, uh, they, I ended up going and playing Pathfinder to them. I made some good friends. None of them are my friends now, mainly because no one told me that Busty Kristen Stewart had a fiance who oh, was no. ironically in the Navy. And oh, I was obliterating this girl like every night after Pathfinder and staying the night in her dorm room. And my dumbass, like, I found a ring one night and she was like, no, 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 it's my grandma's ring. I was like, oh, okay. And then I found a letter to someone in boot camp. She's like, oh, well, like, that's my boyfriend, fiance, but, like, we're in an open relationship because he's going to be getting so much ass in the Navy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, okay, this is a bad idea. Like, I know Young this chick's Monty lying. was high-key dumb. Let's I, was, I was choosing to be dumb because it was easier to be dumb than to be smart. Well, that doesn't make any less dumb. I did make one <laughs> smart call, though, because I remember one night, Hey, this is the, this is a not safe for work podcast. Like when you listen to it, it should have an explicit content warning. I make sure to put that every time. But um, one night, this girl was like, "I want you to finish in me," and like I wasn't wearing a condom. What are you doing? But I didn't do it because she was just like, "No, I can't get pregnant. I have like uterine scarring or something, right?" Yo, later I found that this girl, like I found her on Facebook a little bit later, and like, oh, hey. No. Her photo was like a wedding photo with her holding a baby. So she was lying. But yeah, uh, that was my first Pathfinder story. I had a great time, though. Like, we would do dumb shit in the dorms. Like, because, uh, like, our, the College of Southern Idaho has, like, a giant, like, common area with, like, a shit ton of couches. We built a four out of couches. Like, we made Stonehenge out of couches, and it was multi-layered. We stand. I did this as a 19-slash-20-year-old. I love it. It was so that. good. If I could have, I wish I could have had that group again. Without the problematic kids. 
without me putting my PP in big titted Kristen Stewart. I just wish anyone was like, hey, like, because they knew, like, they we were going to her bedroom every night afterwards. Like, it's just like no one said anything. Yeah. So that doesn't have much to do with D and D, but you know that's that's a D and D story. Uh, Watch him call it. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Oh yeah. Uh, then I played D and D, and this really like reignited my passion and like my desire because I've been playing D and D long and like. Honestly, I've only played once, and now I'm trying to DM, and it's going to go how it goes. We'll see. Uh, but we <laughs> we were playing on deployment. It was a really good time. It kept me sane during deployment. Um, you know, and then some things happened on deployment that caused me to be really retracted from everything, and I kind of just disappeared from that campaign. But I played a cool character. His name was Strong. He was a lawful, good, half-orc fighter. Um, and he was really fun to play. Which, my biggest pet peeve with Dungeons and Dragons, or like most parties, is we're like, oh, I wonder if we should have this like on the, on the mic. That's probably not helping. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but like my favorite, or no, he's a good character, but my biggest pet peeve is that like, if you have too many, or sometimes even just one like, evil character, or like, neutral character like it's so hard to move a plot along like if you have people who are just like <laughs> i'm chaotic evil so i'm just gonna fucking stab everything or i'm just gonna be an asshole about everything or like um i'm gonna be doing stuff that's really contradictory to the fucking plot it's so hard to play the game so like all my characters end up being good uh on some spectrum uh this newest one i i've drafted up a dm pc uh to play who is a uh a uh, just a human barbarian because uh, half orc things that do physical damage are stupid overpowered. But um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but this character is chaotic good, just in case the party we end up using is kind of dumb or something, so they can. Kind of well, because like if you don't have people who can help move the plot along, things just get real fucky real fast. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna be we're, I'm gonna be running a campaign soon. Uh, it's gonna be a Discord campaign. Uh, we have some people who are already wanting to uh, fucking, what was I saying? Who are already wanting to play and stuff. Uh, we're going to be using a pre-built module. It's just going to be, uh, if you don't know, uh, the, I think it's called the Lost Minds of Fandelver or something. It's it's a really good pre-built module. It's it's by Dungeons & Dragons. They'll be my first one, so I think it's the best one to go off of. Um, but yeah, that's my D&D stories. Um, mainly just being a, a man-ho and then playing it on deployment. Um, Mimi is messaging me about solutions for bug, which is good because we need some. So I appreciate it, Mimi. Um, the other question by Bitten by a Fish is how we met or how we e met. Uh, I'm assuming we've talked a lot about how me and Alexis met, which again is just military and trauma. Um, but me and Nick met just, you were on my TikTok, I think, right? And then, I saw one of your TikToks. Yeah. Joined your Discord server, started playing Minecraft with you, yeah. and then one night, um, I think it was, yeah, it was my brother's 16th birthday. My best friend and I got into a massive fight. My mom was being, like, super rude to me. My dad was, like, actively ignoring me so he could drink with his friends and then proceeded to get mad at me afterwards for not being there because I had to leave to go drop off my friend at her mom's house because her mom is gross, so... That night, I was like, yo, I don't care where you live. Anyone got a couch for me to crash on? And Alexis was like, you can always come here. 
that very next morning, I drove 12 hours to Idaho. Yep. And now you live here and you are my son. So, uh, which, by the way, we would do for almost anyone on a Discord server. Uh, you know, like when the fires on the West Coast, which I'm pretty sure are still going, but we're at their height, we were ready to take on about like a dozen people. Um, ready in the sense that like we would let them into the home, but not ready in the sense that we had food or supplies or even a place for them to lay down. So, because um, the home still has only one running bathroom and um, not a lot of space. Uh, the plan eventually is to build some like bunk beds in the corridor or something. And some sick ass attic space. Yeah, attic. Once I get the courage and the spoons to go up in the attic, once I have the body to go up into the attic. I have the body to go up into the attic sometimes. When it, when it gets colder, because I think anytime while the sun's up and not freezing, like that place is a death trap. When the, the sun is up, the, oh yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wonder if there's like any electrical up there. Probably, probably. Probably, Probably yes, I think. Okay, so uh, that'll make things a lot easier. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Uh, top places you want to travel to and why? Honestly, like, it's kind of the default weeb option. I would love to go to Japan. Um, I know Japan's kind of a problematic place to go to, sadly. Uh, just because of a lot of the things that Japan has done. Like, especially being a Vietnamese man, like... The Japanese military literally killed my grandparents' parents and a lot of my grandparents and my father's friends during the uh, Second World War. And, you know, it, it's weird. There's still culture I want to go see. I want to go to Japan. Uh, I really want to go to Vietnam. I want to go visit Ho Chi Minh City. I want to eat their food. Yeah, I want to go eat their food as well. I will give up being vegetarian to go eat their food. <laughs> me like, too. It'll like, make me really care. sick, but I'm so ready yeah, for it. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, Honestly, I, I contemplate being vegetarian or piscatarian every day, mainly because I miss meat. I desperately miss meat. But, like, only sense that, like, I miss having, like, very accessible, like, protein. It's substantially less expensive. Oh, my God, it's so much cheaper to be... Especially yeah. beef is, like, so cheap here because we have so much cattle farming. And it's of, like, pretty decent quality, too. And that's coming from someone who lived in Colorado. And we have, like, fucking huge cattle farming. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I would only want to go visit my friends. So, like, we got people in the UK, people in Texas. I know beans are protein, Mimi. They just make me sick if I eat too many. I ate a whole can one night and I died. Oh, my God. Yeah. You really did die. It was so bad. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, I ate a whole can of Amin's refried beans. They were delicious. Like, don't get me wrong. They was delicious beans. That was a mistake. It was bad. I was just eating them cold out of the can, too. Like, uh, But what you would call it, we... Uh, yeah, I want to go visit friends. Like, my Minecraft wife is in the UK. Hopefully, she'll be in Texas soon with her actual husband. We could totally go to Texas, and then we can see Phoenix and Jim at the same time. I know, but it involves going to Texas. Uh, I know where to go in Texas to avoid the Texas. It's not just being, it's just being in Texas. Like, Texas is too big for me. It causes me anxiety. It's too like big and too flat. So is Idaho. No, not really. It's not really. Compared to Texas... You clearly haven't been to Texas. And I don't want to be. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of friends in Canada that I want to go see. Mainly it's just going places to see my friends. Like Iceland is where Mimi is and stuff. Like those are places I want to go. I don't really have any other places on my travel list. What about you, Nick? Um, I want to go to Ireland because my family has a castle there that I've always wanted to see. Yeah. And the guy who owns the property that it's on like actively lets people go see it Aww. so I'd be able to. I don't know. 
I just like traveling in general. I don't like going to places. I just like seeing new things. Yeah, I, I feel too anxious to travel, like mainly because we have a home that is semi-constantly under attack by Trumpies, but then also uh, like the animals and like, you know, the last time I left home for an extended time, it got destroyed by my family. So <laughs> there's a lot of anxiety for me when it comes to traveling, sadly. Um, what do you want for your house in the future? Uh, I would like it to be more livable. Uh, like, It's tolerable right now, and we want it to be like... Comfortable. Not HTV, HGTV, but like nice. Like, you know, in a home. Future. Yeah. We want everything to like be fixed and look different. We don't want it to look like a crack den. Because that's, you know, what the Trumpies like to say about yeah. And, like, it doesn't even look like a crackdown. It's just, like... <laughs> no, it's funny when they the, say it. The front part of the property... I've been watering it just as much as the back part of the property, if not longer, and, like, the it's... The signs are in the way of the sprinkler, Father. <laughs> well, no, it's still deadened, is the thing. Like... You only water in one part. Like, the spot around the sprinkler? Thriving. If you put it out in the other corner, it's gonna do better. Lies and slander. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like the property is like the fence we have is a very ghetto fence. It, it does. It's like a it's a chain link fence that doesn't even have like a top railing on it right now. I think I'm eventually just gonna build a wooden frame around it because I much like that more than a fucking chain link fence. Um, like the living room, I think is the most habitable place because it's painted and it's it's got what you could consider furniture. We're staying on top of sweeping every day and mopping a couple times a week. I think my room's pretty. Your room is pretty habitable, especially for the reptiles. Uh, it'll be nice in your room in the winter. Because um, you got all those heat lamps. I'm stressed for winter coming. Why? Because, like, my vibes maintain their current temperature in this weather. And I don't know how great they're going to do when it suddenly gets, like, 30 fucking degrees. Well, you have a space heater in there, and then we're going to get the furnace checked out so we can have the furnace working as well. I'm nervous Why? for the furnace. <laughs> nervous furnace? Nervous furnace. Um, we, I don't know, I would like, like the bedroom is going to be the last, but our, me and Alexis's bedroom is going to be the last one to be finished, as well as that bathroom, just because it's in the back of the house, and like, I would rather have the rest of the house be livable before I start tearing apart the space I sleep in. Um, like, the floors right now are serviceable, the master bedroom floor doesn't have like, it's just subfloor, so we gotta put something on it. Um, like the other bathroom going. Honestly, I would like it to be a big, comfortable space so that I can have people rotate through here if they are on their way someplace or if they need to stay somewhere, you know, even if it's extended stays, and be comfortable. Uh, you know, a lot of people, including, like, the mod team on our Discord have said they don't care. Like, Phoenix wants to come out and doesn't care if it's not super livable, but I care because I want to be good host. It's hard, hard to be good host with home not hostable. Um, I think that's most long-term plans for the house. Um, like ideal future, hopefully in like five years, the property is perfect and well-maintained and it's got some, uh, some bigger gardens and some chickens in the back and you know, a I'm dozen more reptiles. More stuff on our walls. Yeah, like, I mean this whole- I have an idea for the back of that corner. Yeah. If you, you want. Yeah, I mean, it's already primed. I just want to, like, you know those pride flags that have, like, the tan colors in support of people of color? Yeah. And, like, the trans and then the rainbow? Yeah. I just want to do that on the wall. That's super doable. Right? Yeah, that's super doable. Uh, what else we got going on? I think that's about it for the house. It's it's just a work in progress because my fucking body 
is not cooperating, does not cooperate. I'll basically work a day, get horrible whiplash, and be down for another two days or so, and uh, I can't make a lot of progress very fast. And we also don't have the funding for... Because we're poor. Yeah, like I am absolutely broke uh, with all my credit cards maxed out, and uh, Alexis, I think, is... I will be angry at my body. <laughs> uh, Alexis is getting some income from disability. I'll start getting disability money in like November and it's currently the end of September. Uh, so we're gonna have to try and float for a while. Um, so we just don't have the funds to do big projects. Like um, luckily we bought enough lumber to get stuff done. Lumber and fencing supplies we had enough of to get done before the money ran out and stuff. And now it's just trying to survive and clean and all that jazz. I'm gonna like just rotate this so it's not on the mic. Um, Oh, that's way cleaner. I hope that's not fucking garbage. Um, it's looking, it looks pretty quiet. I really think that we're going to have to put it in pause. Why? Because look at those waves. Look at your waves. They're tiny. Then look at my waves. Yeah, we're looking at the audiogram. Uh, we I only have one mic. It's not going to record anything down there. I mean, I could always put up the gain, and then, like, this is me talking. Oh, wow, that's, that's rough. That's not that's not clean audio. That's clean audio. Um, yeah, no, that's that's about all I can think of for the house. Do you have anything for the house you're thinking? I just want to paint more shit. Yeah. I mean, you could just poop. You can just eat food, die, and poop. Okay. Then you have painted shit. Um, yeah, I would like ooh a D and D room. Like honestly, that's what the workshop is gonna be. I already got a little. I we found a. I don't know if you can see it behind me. If I step aside, you might be able to see it. Yeah, that blue thing back there. Um, you can see it on stream. You obviously can't see it on the podcast. But, uh, she gave one of those fucking love sacks. I don't have love sack money. I'm not, I mean, not right now. Like, love like sacks in are, the future. I guess, if I want to finance a beanbag. <laughs> There's one on Amazon for like $3.50. I'll buy it when my settlement gets released, we'll, as long as I have your permission. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I, I mean, you can buy shit if you want, but like, uh, a D&D room would be cool. I found an old, I don't know what that fucking shelf used to be for, but like, it's the, per, it has like 36, spice rack. might have been a spice rack, but it's just like a shelf with 36 spaces in it. That's the perfect size for miniatures. And we took it, cleaned it, painted it. Um, I guess I'll call it like trans blue. Trans blue. That's the best representation of that color. And you know, we put minis in it. And eventually I'll be full of minis. And once COVID's down, I'd love to turn this into a great D&D room to have people ever play D&D because I love D&D. Um, how you got into photography? Uh, originally, it was, I was just into, I was into collecting miniatures and guns and uh, like cool toys and action figures. And I wanted to take better photos than I could take on the phone or tablet because this was back in like 2013 when tablets were still a thing. Um, and I got into photography as a way to take pictures of it. And then that escalated over time into me being full-time into photography. And then I was doing digital and I was working for the college and that was neat. But then I was like, this fucking sucks because this is boring. So I decided to make photography harder on myself and I got into film photography. Um, oh, someone asked if we're married on the live. Uh, nope, no one is married. I mean, techn technically Alexis is married, but... I'm not married to Alexis. Not to you. Nope. Um, no, marriage is a gross construct. Um, 
But yeah, uh, that's that's all we got on the podcast suggestions. We are at thirty nine minutes. That's pretty solid. That's a pretty solid time. Um, I don't know what else we could talk about. Um, RBG died. That sucks. I had to go hug my neighbor over it because I just need a good motherly hug. And Heather, my neighbor, is a great mom. Um, I just registered to vote, like, literally before I went live. And, you know, my vote might not matter in Idaho, but I'm still going to do it just to piss people off. I'll go vote with my battle jacket on. I guess I could show the battle jacket on live. I'm going to vote in my state when I go home. Yeah. Well, no, this is home. I'm going to visit the place where I grew. Yeah. You grew. As if you were just... Yeah, I guess you are a reptilian. Uh, yeah. We, whatchamacallit. Uh, so my passion project, and I'll show the live. Um, you guys can't see it, but I took my old Navy working uniform blouse, and if you guys have been paying attention to the lives I've been doing, um, you've been seeing me work on it. But it's finally mostly done. We took my old NWU Type 3 blouse. We cut the sleeves off of it and burned the seams threw some safety pins in the collar, um, and then we just started adding patches to it. So on the right-hand side, you have Mark of the Beast, my name, an anti-Nazi patch, an anti-flag patch. On the other side, we have uh, a pride flag on Velcro, so I could swap it out for my trans pride flag if I wanted to. Um, my old Navy stuff, some buttons, my Socialist Rifle Association patch, Racism of the Pandemic, and my favorite, Eat Shit, which is just the don't tread on me snake with his head cut off. And then um, an old template I had made while I was in the Navy. It just says hoe bag. And then on the back, we got more patches. Uh, this one says no gods or masters. Has a beautiful Finx cat. This one is a leftover crack patch, which is a band that Alexis turned me on to. They're not new or anything. I'm just late to the punk scene. Um, and it's got the burned in twin towers. Says world trades a death machine. Um, my favorite thing it says here, because a lot of the fonts inverted or upside down and shit, says uh, the United States Armed Forces is a terrorist organization, which is true. And yeah, I've been sewing a lot. Uh, I'm going to start embroidering because I want to try and make my own patches. And sewing is a pretty low-intensity hobby for me to do that doesn't result in massive pain on my body. Um, someone's asking, what's your... Oh, Tater's asking, what's your thought on the Freedom Act using... The, the what? The ADA says I don't have to tell my disability. Uh, oh, American Disability Association. Um, I'm, I'm not familiar with the Freedom Act. If you're talking about... Uh, in what context is this in? I'm not sure. Tater Cubs just asked uh, what my thoughts on the Freedom Act are. I don't know what the Freedom Act really is, but I can say I don't think anyone should have to disclose their disability if they don't want to. Um, I think... It might make it difficult for employers to work around a disability if it's not disclosed. But at that same time, like, you okay, shouldn't... So yeah. Okay, so how it works... I, have you, like, have, you've had jobs? That's, okay, so they were before you were moved. Yeah. So, basically, at every job that I've gone to, you have, uh, you have the option to fill out a form that says that you have a disability. You don't have to disclose that disability on that form, but it just states that you have one and you are allowed to ask for accommodations for it. But they don't legally need to know what it is. Mm. 
Uh, Tater Cup says, because I'm going to be getting one, but we talked if he had to remove it from the mirror I'm not if I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're trying to explain, Tater. But, um, I don't know, I... I am a 100% disabled man that, for all intents and purposes, can't work. I could work if I wanted to. Nothing is stopping me from working. The VA doesn't say I can't work. Um, if I wanted to be unworkable, I would have to talk about that. Tater's talking about a parking pass. Oh, okay. Parking passes. I mean, fuck yeah, dude. Parking passes are rad. I don't know why you wouldn't get one. I don't think anything should bar you from getting one, save for having a disability that's on record. Um, I'm not the best at talking about the legalities of being disabled, and I apologize for that. But um, nothing should stop you from getting things you need for being disabled. I don't, I don't work. I don't have a parking pass yet. I'll see if the Veterans Affairs office can give me one. Um, I would definitely like one. I would also like veteran plates so people stop screaming at my car. Um, but, um, uh. Well, then people are just going to accuse you of stealing them. Yeah, they're going to be like, <laughs> no, that ain't, that ain't no veteran. That guy stole them plates. <laughs> Probably stole the car, too. It's evil. Yeah. It's brown. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> my roommate doesn't have a disability, but would have, would he have to remove my pass off the mirror? No. If it's a shared vehicle, like, there's a reason why, like, I think your disability or your parking pass can be moved between vehicles. It's just a dangly thing that hangs on the mirror still, I think. Um, like, if it was supposed to be assigned to a specific vehicle, I think it would just have to be on the license plate. But, like, you can move it. Who the? If someone gives you shit over a parking pass being on your roommate's car, just be like, I use that car sometimes, too. And, like, it's a car I both use. Fuck off. No one has any right to tell you what to do with your fucking parking pass. It's none of their pass. fucking business yeah. anyway is the point. Yeah. Um, and they shouldn't care about it because it's none of their business. Yeah. I, I don't know any... It's not illegal anything, if that's what you're asking. It's not illegal. We're also not lawyers. <laughs> I know because my grandma has yeah. one. Uh, I'm going to get a parking pass and like, yo, if I have a parking pass and I'm going other places, I will put that parking pass wherever I fucking please. I will put it on a friend's car if my friend's like hey I really want a parking pass because I'm going somewhere and I would like to have good parking I'll give them the goddamn parking pass because legally no one has any right to check someone else on their parking pass and this is shit that me and Alexis deal with all the time because like at a glance me and Alexis don't present as disabled um I personally would have it up and not use the parking since blah blah blah, blah I'm just disabled um so me and Alexis don't present as disabled. Actually, all of us don't present because, like, I'm not missing a limb. We're not disfigured or anything. Um, so it, what we encounter all the time, and mostly it's a fear. I don't think I've had anyone, except for people on the internet, say like, "Oh, well, like, why does Alexis not use a wheelchair and cane at home?" Well, it's because if you have access to, if you have the ability to walk five feet at home. Like, you're not going to need it. It's on extended trips. And anyway, what I'm really getting at is it's so fucking dumb that people are out there to dispel disabilities, I guess. Like, they're out there to, like, be like, oh, well, this person's not actually disabled. That's not actually a problem they have. Uh, look at them. They're walking. And, like, what I hate is, like, with Alexis, Alexis gets afraid to use their chair because they're scared that we're going to, you know, go to, like, the mall, right? And we'll push her or push them around in their chair and come back to the car and 
like once Alexis stands up to get in the car, they're going to get yelled at by some Karen or something. And that's just living in America because we're fucking garbage. Um, Tater, I don't present as disabled. I look like a healthy 20-something. Yeah, I, I have the same problem. Uh, and it's garbage. So I, I don't really know what else to say on that. I could, I could be angry forever. So, In fact, I am forever angry. It's one of my disabilities. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what else to speak on for that. Uh, I hate ableist shit. We talked about it a lot in the last podcast, actually. We, we basically dedicated the last podcast to being disabled and ableist fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I guess that's it. We don't have any more suggestions. I don't know what to talk about. Um, I'm getting kind of hungry, though. Um, Were you still out eating? I had oatmeal. Okay. Yeah. Tater cups. I finally have Medicaid, but I know I'm going to need a chair soon. Alexis, any tips with fighting to get a chair when I need one? Um, so I have Nick with me. Alexis is still asleep because Alexis sleeps until like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, any tips to fighting to get a chair when I need one? Um, as far as getting a chair assigned, um, I don't know how easy or hard that would be. Uh, Alexis just found one on Craigslist one day. and Fucking TDSB is trying to assassinate me with chocolate ice cream. I'm I'm very lactose intolerant. Please don't give me ice cream. Um, that's okay. Uh, Tater is asking about chairs. Alexis just found one on Craigslist and bought it. And that's probably not the easiest way for most people to get a chair. It's probably not the most conventional way. I I would not know how to fight for one. So. You know what I'm super excited for hmm. when I start tea? For my voice to change so people stop mistaking me for Alexis. That will be nice. We can give you, like, a voice morpher for the time being, so you can just sound like an informant. A voice morpher? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the weird, blurry sound yeah. shit. They're, like, 130 bucks at Walmart. I, I mean, if that's an option you can afford and want to do, yeah. I, if you want to try and get it prescribed or something, you could also try that. I, I have no clue. Sorry, Tater. Um, yeah. Tater says, Nick, I lower my voice... It's an effort, but it helps outside of recordings. Yeah, I don't, my voice changes depending on my comfort level. And usually it gets higher when I get in anxious situations and it gets lower when I feel feel comfortable. Sorry about the stuttering, Pam, but it just kind of depends on how I'm, like where I'm at at any given point. Uh, Bitten by Fish has a question. Would you be open to getting voice messages in for the next podcast? Uh, if you mean like... That sounds kind of fun. I don't know. I don't know how I would play it in to the podcast. I don't have that technical ability yet. We have Discord. Yeah, but... Would that be... Would that work? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. Well, because the audio jack goes to the mixer, which goes to the mic. So it's, the computer isn't feeding audio from itself. It's feeding audio from the mic. We can stick the phone up to the mic. I guess we can do that. That would work. Uh, we can try that. Like, if you just send voice messages uh, to the podcast suggestion channel, we can try it. If it doesn't work, we'll just read them as if they were normal. Hello, Brutus. Hi, big floppy dog. Hello. Uh, Tater also gets stutters. Yeah, uh, do we have any questions as we close out of the podcast? We'll probably stay alive for a second here. Uh, Tater says, 
My haircut currently shows my scars, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Oh. Do you mean like you're... Hmm. I mean, is the haircut a necessary thing for you? Do you want to cover up the scars? Or I guess I'm not sure exactly what you want to have done about that. But that sounds like a pain in the ass. Um, I definitely don't like having... Uh, I definitely don't like having uh, any more identifying traits than I would like to, but then again, I also wear a battle jacket everywhere that makes me a march target, so. Um, I have to keep my hair short because of skin issues. Oh, I gotcha. That does sound like a pain in the butt, uh, especially because like, the only way to get longer hair, or the only hairstyle I could do to get longer and cover it up would be to, like, I don't know, I guess get, like, the Karen bob cut, which no one wants. The Karen bob cut? Yeah, that I want to talk to your manager haircut. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mimi would like everyone... Mimi would like feedback on how much everyone loves her. Currently, faux hawk was shaved the rest. I've seen the haircut a lot, especially in the military. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm doing this thing, which is just some kind of mullet, I think. So... Might work for you. I, I know I knew a few people in the military who had uh, some head injuries that they had to get a special haircut chit for. I know people don't love phones, but you can list out the phone number in the podcast. I'm not going to give out my phone number on the internet. Uh, yeah. I don't have anything else going on. We've done this for about an hour. So, yeah, 53 minutes. It's about time to close up the podcast. So, um... I guess I'll end it with, please join the Discord server and be there because people there are nice and rad and inclusive and we have everything going on from art stuff to Among Us to uh, Cash App shoutouts, which I haven't done in a while, admittedly. Um, and then D&D and gaming and all that. So. Don't forget the harmonica. The harmonica? Mm -hmm. Oh, people are saying to use... Uh, a phone number. I'll think about it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wishy-washy on it. But for now, I will just play us out on the podcast. Uh, thank you all for being here. We will do one next week, hopefully, maybe.